Hello everyone, this is Eurovision on Air and today I have some things to say about the Italian entry to the Eurovision Song Contest 2022, Mahmoud and Blanco with their song Brividi, which means shivers. So first, I want to give you my general impression. I really, really love this entry. And Italy usually is one of my favorites, if not my favorite. The last two Eurovisions with Moneskin and Mahmoud and Soldi, it actually was my favorite. And I think the reason for that is that they have a great mechanism to choose their Eurovision entry, which of course is the Sanremo Festival, which has a longer history than Eurovision itself and has a great track record of choosing wonderful songs as its winner, but also um, has a great track record of having good songs as its participants. I think the reason why Sanremo does so well and why Italy does so well in Eurovision is that people in Italy don't really think about Eurovision when they choose the Sanremo winner. I don't think they think about it at all, actually. So there's not all of this stereotypical thinking about Eurovision, or you have to be flashy, or you have to have a crazy song or a, a joke entry or whatever, which in some other countries, um, Britain, I'm looking at you, a lot of people think. And so they choose a song that goes along with these stereotypes, which especially in the last couple of years, we have seen that that's not actually the case, that you actually need a special song, a different song to do well. And as I said, Italy is very good at doing it. And I usually ex expect a lot from Italy. And I think this year, again, they have delivered and they have chosen a wonderful home entry. Actually, I think the best home entry in a very long time. I would have to think back to probably the 70s to find a better home entry than Brividi. We are going to talk about the background of the two artists, Mahmoud and Blanco, in a minute, but I really want to get into why I think this song is so wonderful. After winning Sanremo, Brividi was in the top five in the global Spotify charts. It's still in the global weekly song chart on number 43, I think, which for a song completely in Italian is an amazing feat. It was top 10 for two weeks before that. It's a number one hit already in Italy and Switzerland. It's doing well in Lithuania, the Netherlands, Spain, Luxembourg, and it now holds the record for the most streams of a song in a single day in Italy. So they must have done something right with this song. And I really want to get into why I think this song is so great. So first, I want to talk about the lyrics the lyrical content, because I think it's very, very deep. There's lots of amazing imagery in it, a lot of interesting things to discover. The song is, of course, a duet between Mahmoud and Blanco, and it's about a relationship um, that's in trouble. You get the feeling that one of the two parties in the relationship is longing for it to work. There's still a lot of love left, and they can't imagine letting that go and yeah, breaking off this relationship. And the other party is a bit less enthusiastic, let's say, and really thinks that the relationship is already kind of over. I looked at the lyrics for a very long time, I have to admit, to find out what the song, whether this is a song where two people sing about loving someone else and talking about past relationships or whether they're actually singing to each other about their relationship. And I think 
um, I figured out that it's these two people singing about their relationship. Why do I say that? As I said, there's a lot of strong imagery in the song. For example, I want to fly with you on a bike of diamonds. This is I'm doing this translation in my head, so it may not be 100% correct, but the image is more or less correct. I want to fly with you on a bike of diamonds. I want to steal a sky of pearls for you. And these two very positive images, something you want to do for a partner you love, are actually sung by Mahmoud. And then the other images, um, your viper eyes, your snake eyes, uh, you're the opposite of an angel. Um, I feel like I'm locked in a prison and I would pay to go my own way. These are actually sung by Blanco. So I think Mahmoud in this song is the one who's longing for the relationship to work, doesn't want it to end. And Blanco is the one who thinks it's, well, almost toxic, it feels like. If you say that your partner has viper eyes and is the opposite of an angel, you're really not happy. And there's one part in the chorus where Blanco says, I would pay to go my own way. And then Mahmoud responds to that, I would accept even a lie. So you have the contrast there. One would even pay to get out of this relationship and the other one would accept anything, even a lie for it to go on. So that makes it so incredible and tense and wonderful to listen to this song because it's an actual conversation. Even though Mahmoud also sings about his inability to communicate that laugh because he says, sometimes I don't know how to express myself, how to say what I really feel. And then later on, he even says to say one, I love you, I have to mix drugs and tears. So he really has an inability to communicate his emotions. And to that Blanco replies, I do not want any more of this poison that we spew at each other every day. So there's a real difference in how they see this relationship. So lyrically, there's already a lot going on, a lot to discover that keeps you interested if you understand Italian and that makes you want to learn more about this relationship, which I think is a great feat a song can actually achieve. And musically, it also has so many different parts that keep you interested that there's so much going on, different styles of singing, the two different voices, of course, the wonderful harmonies when they come together. I want to talk about that more a bit now because the song starts with Mahmoud singing and the first four lines you feel like, okay, it's a ballad. It's a normal Italian, well, not normal, but it's a, an Italian Sanremo ballad. But then already in the fifth uh, line, he goes into this staccato rap part, which keeps you interested, keeps you engaged. And then he goes on into the first chorus. And even the chorus is amazing because it has two different parts. It has the head voice part with the brividi, brividi, brividi. And it has the other part, the, which I find very dramatic and emotional, the divore amare. The amare is really, really strong in this chorus, I think. And then in the next verse, you have Blanco kind of replying to Mahmoud. This is where all the negative imagery comes in, the snake eyes, opposite of an angel. And he really says, I'm kind of done with this relationship. Then you go again into the wonderful chorus. And then, and this is really my favorite part of this whole song, the climax, the rap part where Blanco goes into this really strong, I feel like 
yeah, climax, as I said, of the song. And he says, I feel like I'm locked in a prison. I try to stay close to you, but I feel like I'm fucking everything up. Then Mahmoud actually replies with his, I do love you, but I have to mix drugs and tears to actually tell you that I love you. So incredible stuff there. And then you have, again, the chorus, which ends the song. Now, what makes this entry even stronger is the performance, because through the performance, you can see everything that we just talked about, the discussion between the two partners, one longing for it to continue, the other um, really feeling that it's already come to an end. And you can see them on stage when they sing together and they produce these wonderful harmonies. You can see in their eyes and in their faces that there's a wonderful chemistry. You feel the passion and the tension. You see them eating each other up with their eyes, kind of. But then there's also the parts where one of them sings. And in the beginning, I thought, okay, Mahmoud is giving Blanco his space or Blanco is giving Mahmoud his space and lets him sing. But actually, it also symbolizes the fact that they can't really communicate with each other in these in the verses, really, where Mahmoud says, I want this relationship to continue. Blanco says, um, I feel like I'm in a prison. And you see them wandering around the stage, which may be a bit strange, but it adds to the magic because it shows you what the song is actually about. And then, of course, they come together in the wonderful chorus again and the performance i liked the most was actually the first night because blanco grabs mahmoud's jacket and you almost feel like are they gonna kiss are they gonna fight what is going to going on and it really shows this great tension um, that the song has and i hope they reproduce that on the eurovision stage now of course it's a bit difficult to convey all of this with a song completely in Italian to an, an European audience. And I know that Mahmoud has said in the press conference after Sanremo that they are thinking about changing some of the song into English. First of all, they have to cut it down to three minutes. I have no idea how they're going to do that because each part in the song is so wonderful. Um, it's three minutes and 20 seconds at the moment. I'm really interested how they're going to do that. And then translating parts into English, I'm really not sure about. Of course, it will help to get the message across. But on the other hand, it will kind of destroy the magic. It could, because I know that Mahmoud's English is not perfect. It's not great. And if you have someone singing in English with, I have an accent, I know that. And you have listened to me for 12 minutes now. You have noticed that as well. There's no problem with having an accent. But when you want to create the magic on stage, you really need good pronunciation and diction in the song. So I'm not sure whether they can replicate that. And I would actually recommend leaving it in Italian. Yeah, but we'll see what they come up with. There's also been a lot of discussion about this being the first gay duet on a Eurovision stage, because obviously it's two men talking about love, about their relationship, singing about it rather. Mahmoud has said that he doesn't like labels and he doesn't want to label himself as gay. And Blanco, I haven't found anything about him actually. So we don't know, which kind of adds to the mystery and the tension in the song, I think. And in the end, does it really matter? I mean, it's a great song. Their voices go incredibly well together. And if you want it to be a gay duet, you can see it as a gay duet. If you don't, you don't have to. And that's the beauty of art, I think. So the last part in these episodes um, on the Eurovision Song Contest is usually me talking about what I think the chances of this entry 
are. And if we look at the country history of Italy in the last four Eurovisions, they came first last year, second in 2019, fifth in 2018, and sixth in 2017. I mean, they are the new Eurovision powerhouse. They've kind of taken this title from Sweden. And if you think about 2020, Fairumore, I think, would have been a contender and would definitely have been a top five song and entry as well. So any entry from Italy has to be in the conversation for the win, especially in the last couple of years. And Brividi, for me, is no exception. Now, I have to take out all of my enthusiasm I have for this song. I have listened to it hundreds of times, like 120 times, I think, in the last two weeks. I think my neighbors are not quite happy with that because I also sing along to the head voice part, which I can't really do. But, oh, well, they moved in next to a Eurovision fan. They should have known better. But regardless, the song is very deep, has a lot of structures. There's a lot going on that keeps you engaged as a jury member, but also as a viewer. I think this is a song that can do really well with the juries and with the televote. And until now, we've had 13 songs that have been, well, 12 now because Ukraine has withdrawn um, Alina Pash. But out of these 12 songs, I think it's the definite favorite. And I can't really see what other songs will be selected over the next couple of weeks that can compete with it in terms of being a contender. But we will have to see what other countries come up with. I have to say in the songs that we know until now and all of the national final songs, this stands out as the obvious favorite to me. However, I also do see that it's a song in Italian. Some people could be turned off by the gay duet um, impression that they may get. You never know. I think it can win. It's a bit less likely, I feel like, than Monoskin winning, but definite top five for me and the best home entry in a very long time, as I said in the beginning. So that's all of my thoughts about Italy's entry in 2022. Thank you for listening. It's been a wonderful experience. This is the first episode on this podcast. I am planning to do episodes on all of the entries to the 2022 Eurovision Song Contest and also on other topics such as how can the BBC get a better result, what role do politics play in Eurovision, all kinds of other topics that I've already thought of. And I hope that you liked this episode and that you will follow us, follow me, and listen to the next couple of episodes. Please subscribe and see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.